Uncensored, unfiltered, unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Corelcast. I am Corel on this Friday, January 20th. So very glad you are joining me on this cold day in Las Vegas. 37 with a wind chill of 30 when we were walking this morning. Alec Baldwin is he off to the Hooskow for manslaughter? Should he be? We are going to talk about that and Snap. I thought my friend Thea Austin from Snap was trending, but no, that's the name of the food stamp program. And uh, you won't believe what the re- yeah you will. Uh, but we got to talk about racism when it comes to who eats what. <laughs> and I actually agree with some of their uh, decisions, but. Not for the reasons they're doing them. So we are going to talk about that. What else have we got on the whirlwind cavalcade today? Oh, yes, yes, yes. We've got social media. Time Magazine posted an article uh, that was just amazing to see. Uh, And there is a trend going on right now, and I hope it continues. And we're going to talk about that trend. What is it? Don't go away. And the Queen of Pop, Madonna, announced that she's going on tour and she is on the cover of Vanity Fair doing a greatest hits tour, which means singing songs that all of us would know. But it raises a bigger question about artists and touring that we got to talk about right here on this Friday. But let's start with Alec Baldwin. Is he a murderer? Okay, for those of you that don't know, Alec Baldwin was filming a movie called Rust. It's probably going to be a pretty B-rated Western, uh, but he's also producing it, his production company. Uh, which means paying the bills, and uh, a woman died. The cinematographer was shot by Alec Baldwin when a live round was placed into the gun uh, instead of a a Hollywood fake. There is a person known as an armorer uh, on a set where there are weapons. Uh, The armorer should have made sure that didn't happen. Uh, They're saying that Alec interfered with the armorer's work, didn't require, whatever, all this stuff, right? Uh, liability. He's already settled a civil lawsuit about this where he's already paid the family for the death. Uh, so now the, uh, attorney, I guess in Arizona said, we are not, no one's above the law. We're going to charge Alec Baldwin with involuntary manslaughter. Now that carries an 18 month prison sentence. If convicted, it's class four felony, uh, where there's a weapon attached that moves it up to five years, uh, three, two and a half with good behavior. So 30 months, he could be going away for for manslaughter. Uh, Did he commit manslaughter? Uh, We are going to talk right now about that. Uh, And again, it goes to what I said this week about Trump uh, and Biden and the documents, which is it's a matter of character. Is Alec Baldwin probably an arrogant producer? Yeah. Does he probably cut corners? Absolutely. Is he a big movie star and probably is treated as such? Yes. Yes, he is. Does that mean he would kill the cinematographer on his movie? No. Now, the law with manslaughter says it doesn't matter whether you intended it or not. Your actions resulted in someone's death. However, it has to be your negligent actions, your criminal actions, something you were doing. You handed someone a gun, told them it was not loaded, but it was. They shoot and kill themselves. You're responsible there. You handed them the gun. You told them it wasn't loaded. Your actions, okay, caused their death. However, manslaughter gets awfully hard to prove, uh, particularly in a case like this. 
Now, this is not the first person to die on a movie set. Brandon Lee died when a, a, the same thing happened to Brandon Lee. No charges. Uh, John Eric Hexum shot himself in the head uh, with a gun he thought was not loaded with real bullets. No charges. This is the first time they've done this, really. And let me tell you why. Because Alec Baldwin's a famous liberal. That's why. This is happening because Alec Baldwin is an enemy of Donald Trump, is an enemy of many of the people in Arizona and their courts and such appointed by Donald Trump uh, or whatever. I think it's Arizona or New Mexico, whatever state this is. Uh, and quite frankly, he's a celebrity. All right. Now, if you're going to charge the producers of the movie with negligence, you should charge them all. There's more than one. And they didn't. So it's not like they're going after the producers. They're going after him specifically to make him an example of what? Alec Baldwin was an actor in that moment who was given a gun that should have never had a live round in it. He is in no way responsible for shooting that woman. I don't care if he fired the armorer. There shouldn't be live rounds on set, and he certainly didn't bring them. Had Alec Baldwin brought the bullets to the set for whatever reason, had he brought them there and they got mixed up or something, whatever, then there's criminal liability. He didn't bring the bullets to the set. There's an armorer on the, there's a pecking order here. There's an armorer uh, who actually is the one that's supposed to be dealing with this. And no matter how you slice it, he's not guilty. They just want him to be. And that's sad. The armorer has been charged as well. And quite frankly, it was their job. And unless Alec Baldwin specifically told the armorer to either A, be bad at their job, or B, to put live rounds in, then they're responsible. Should they go to jail? Maybe. That's up to the courts. But Alec Baldwin? No. He, he pulled the trigger, but he truly believed there was a blank in the gun. Why would he believe anything else? He's been on sets his whole life, used fake guns his whole life. Why would he think that there was a live round in there? He wouldn't. And as someone, look, let me tell you a story. True story. Uh, where I was an idiot, but true story. Uh, when I was doing a show with Ryan Seacrest called Ultimate Revenge uh, with Mark Summers and Ryan Seacrest in the early days of reality TV, as we were doing the Practical Joke show first, uh, I was hired for many of them. And in one of these, I was a whacked out photographer and I literally thought I could fly and I jumped out a window right in front of everybody. Now they had sent me to stunt training up in, God, I'm going to have a great autobiography, aren't I? They had sent me to stunt training up in uh, Valencia, California, where me being afraid of heights had to get up on a forklift three stories high and jump into a bag. I did it. I did it all. Uh, the day of the shoot, I'm busy getting into my costume. I'm busy, you know, makeup, the whole thing. Uh, even though it's a reality show, you know, I want to make sure I don't look like a wolf. Uh, and they say, this is your window, you know, and, and this is the one you jump out of. I'm like, okay. Uh, we go through the thing. We do the thing. It's live. You only get one take because it's a practical joke. I go and I jump out the window. I never look beforehand we didn't have time i never looked to make sure the bag was down there it was somebody else's job to make sure it was there and make sure that the right window was open i didn't you know i didn't check it out 
I trusted that they would have the right window open and that the bag would be below that window. What if it wasn't? I would have either died or been really seriously injured. And whose fault would that have been? Whose fault? Mine for not checking. The production assistant who was tasked with that. The person who's supposed to fill the bag. Would it have been a terrible accident or a crime? Well, for me, if I'd lived, I'd have felt like it was a crime. Uh, but in reality, it would have been a terrible accident. What happened on the Russ set is a terrible accident. What happened to Brandon Lee? What happened to John Eric Hexham? These are all terrible accidents. Alec Baldwin is devastated, not because he fears prosecution, but because he's a human being who shot somebody. The family has been paid. The family says they're happy with the charges. You know, sending Alec Baldwin to jail for 30 months, what does that, I mean, what, what good does that do? Anybody. It's just vindictive. He didn't do anything wrong. He wasn't negligent. His actions might have caused a death, but there was no intent at all. So let me tell you what's going to happen, I think. That's what I believe. The first part of a trial is called a preliminary hearing where a judge can say, there's just not enough here. It's not going to go forward. We're not going to bring this to a jury. I fully believe with at least Alec, the judge is going to throw it out at summary judgment. I, I fully believe it. His lawyers will present the case. The prosecution will present the case. And the judge will go, I'm sorry. There's just not enough stuff here. Sorry. That's what I think is going to happen with that. What do you think? How about you go down below and tell me in the comments? What do you think? You know, is Alec Baldwin guilty of manslaughter? You know, what, is it, what do you think? As far as I'm concerned, I think he's an innocent, you know, is he a butthole? Should he have maybe done more? Maybe. You know, did he bark at that woman when, when she said, I need to, you know, come in and show you how to cross whip out your gun? And he said, no, I don't need to be trained on that. Did that, you know, would they have found the live round? I don't know. Would they have shot somebody else? Maybe. Maybe. But I do know one thing. He is not guilty of manslaughter. He's not. All right. And I'm not an attorney, but I guarantee you that's what's going to happen. A preliminary, I don't think the judge is going to let it go forward. Um, okay. <laughs> that's not our show. Avocado crema. Oh, that's my bacon avocado sandwich from Hungry Root. I'm going to talk about Hungry Root next week. Yes, baby. Next. Oh, my phone. Ah! 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 Drop my phone. It's in a case. Uh, okay, so next on the Whirlwind Cavalcade, we have Snap. And not the I got the powers, okay? <laughs> Although we should. No, this is in fact the Republicans trying to be racist uh, with food stamps. And Snap is called food stamps. Uh, food stamps are about a $68 billion a year program, which Republicans would gut and cut tomorrow if they could. Because they don't care about human beings and they certainly don't care about the poor. Now, I just had a conversation with the homeless gentleman who did the art for me about how we're one of the few countries that say we will help you, but only if you do what we say or we do deem you worthy. We won't help you just because you need help and you are worthy of help as a human. We will help you, but if you're an alcoholic or a drug addict, you got to quit drugs. you got to quit alcohol. We'll only help you if you'll stop doing things we don't like. With food stamps, 
We'll only give you so much. And, and now they're saying they only want to buy certain things. In one of the most racist moves a Congress could ever take, these are the foods. Now, you, you see why this is racist. You tell me. These are the foods they now want to ban you from buying on food stamps. No white grains, meaning no white rice. Only whole wheat bread, brown rice, and whole wheat pasta. No white rice. I, I wonder who that's going after. Could it be Hispanics and Chinese? Mm -hmm. No baked, refried, or chili beans. No refried beans. I, I mean, come on. Why don't they just ban tagine, the, the spice? Uh, no, no refried, baked, or chili beans. People can purchase black, red, and pinto beans and make them on their own. No fresh meats, which I'm all for. Uh, no fresh meats. People can only purchase canned meats like tuna or canned salmon or canned chicken. No fresh meat if you're on food stamps. And no sliced cubed or crumbled cheese as well as no American cheese. So they're saying you can't make a sandwich with white bread and American cheese. Well, I'm saying you shouldn't be eating that crap anyway. Just like everyone's screaming about the price of eggs. I'm saying uh, just egg is only four bucks a bottle and it's just as good. So I don't know what y'all are bitching about. Uh, but anyway, so now they want to say no white rice, no white starches, only refried beans or no refried beans or chili beans. They're going after Hispanics. And, and, and Asians. And they're trying to do it with food. Just like we tell people, oh, well, on food stamps, you can't buy toilet paper because you can buy the food to put in, but you can't buy the paper to wipe it up when it comes out. The food stamp program is the biggest joke on the planet. How do I know? I've been on them. Have you? Have you? Because I have been. And my parents have been. It is ridiculous the humiliation we make people who are hungry feel. Before it was stamping all the, you used to have to tear the food stamps out of a book and wham, 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 wham. Oh, the checkers took great delight, honey. Oh, and the people behind you acted like you were getting an organ out of their body. <sighs> Heavy sighs. <sighs> and you got to separate out your groceries because you can buy this, but you can't buy that. And you can buy this, but you can't. But meanwhile, you can buy soda until it comes out your ass. You can buy sugar, refined sugar. You can buy Reese's peanut butter cups until the moon and cows come home. But they say refried beans is too much or white rice. You can buy bologna. You can buy processed foods galore. Anything in a box, anything frozen. Oh, that's fine. I have always said, by the way, and this is going to freak you out, that if you're on food stamps, you really should only be able to buy fresh fruits and vegetables Protein sources like tofu and, you know, all of that, seitan and soy. But no, no meat or dairy. No meat or dairy. I've, I've, you, know, you could buy Miyoko's butter. You could buy Earth Balance for butter and all of that. And for milk, you could buy almond milk or oat milk or whatever. And for oat milk creamer or pineapple or coconut milk or coconut cream. You wouldn't want for anything. But I just don't think the U.S. government should support the meat and dairy industry. It, I think if there's going to be food stamps to buy meat and dairy, that program should be paid for by the meat and dairy industry. FYI.
you know, the industry's raping you right now. Avian flu wiped out 40 million chickens. 40 million. I love how they said 40 million hens had to be culled, murdered. 40 million female chickens were murdered because they're kept in overcrowded, torturous conditions to lay eggs for you. And guess what? They got the flu. And so now you're paying seven bucks for eggs. You shouldn't eat them. They're not good for you. They're the ovum. It's like a woman ovulating and you going through her period to fish out the egg that's there and eating it. And you're like, that's gross, Carell. That's what you're doing to a chicken. A chicken is passing its ovum like a woman does once a month. It just does it every day. A chicken is passing its ovum out. And you eat it. You sort through its feathers and its poo and everything else. And you find the egg and you clean it and you eat it. As if you were going through a woman's menstruation, finding the egg and eating it. That's gross. That'd be a human embryo. Yeah, why not eat your own instead of eat uh, chickens? That's gross. That'd be like eating women's milk. You should eat breast milk. It's the only milk meant for humans. Women's breast milk. No other milk on the planet was meant for, for humans from any other species of animal. Cow milk was meant for baby cows. And when you drink it, you become one. It's just that simple. So, should our food stamp program be reformed to encourage healthier choices? Sure, it should be. Would I implement that if I were president? I would not. Why is that? Because I've been poor. And when you're poor, you get sick to death of everybody telling you how to be poor. We'll feed you, but eat this. We'll house you, but only here. When you're poor, you are treated like scum. All because you don't have that man-made thing called money. And I, I'm so sick of how we treat the poor because I've been poor. It sucks. We treat the poor horribly. That is one of our biggest, biggest sins against everybody is the way we all treat the poor. In Europe, they treat them with a little more respect, a little more. Their housing is only so bad. The food is only so bad. It's still not great, but a little more respect. In our country, if you're poor, you're vermin. You're, you're lazy, you're a criminal, you're, you know, you're just not it. Why? Because you don't have money. If you were it, you'd have money. <laughs> so ridiculous. So now Republicans want to be vicious again uh, and say, nope, this is what you're going to eat. And they're going after Mexicans and Asians. I guess they're mad about the China virus. No white rice, only whole wheat products, no refried beans or chili. Texas, chili, you know. They're evil. They're truly an evil. I mean, who sits around in a room? What, what rich ass white people sit around in a room and determine what poor people should and should not eat? Who the hell? What human, well, they're not human. You see, I have a firm belief that there are different species of humans, different breeds. We're all humans, just like all dogs or canines. But there are very different dogs, you know? They're all dogs. A pit bull is the same as a chihuahua. It's a canine. But it's a different breed with different character traits, with different everything. I fully believe there are different breeds of human. 
and MAGA and the Republicans are a completely different breed of human because only someone out of my breed would sit around and talk about what food you are going to authorize poor people to eat. That is about as inhuman as it gets, about as non-Christian these, oh, we believe in the Lord. No, you don't, you lying assholes. These are evil, evil people. They should be called evil all the time. And more importantly, they should be voted right out of office. There are more, if there aren't more good people in America to just completely vote these people out, then we should break up. And I, that's a recurring theme here on my show. We should break America up. If there are not enough good people to counter these evil people, then the good people should leave. Because this is crazy. So Alec Baldwin, not guilty of manslaughter, being persecuted for being an outspoken liberal. And he is. There's no other reason. Oh, yeah, well, Trump is, Trump is a traitor to the United States. Prove me wrong. All right, uh, two things left. First of all, what's the time? How much, how much time we got left? First of all, oh, only six minutes. Well, then we'll make them three minutes each. Uh, let's start with social media. I saw a very interesting uh, post on social media this morning from Time Magazine, and they said the irony that they're posting it on social media. Uh, they get it. They get the irony. And it was rules to have better mental health, and one of them is not to talk so much, and I laughed at that. Uh, but they, then they're giving you ways to start regaining your mental health. Number four, from Time Magazine. Time Magazine, number four. Quit social media. Quit social media. So I did a little research about, is social media really bad for humans? The research that came back in that one tweet or that one search was overwhelming. There is documented evidence published in scientific journals time and time again that social media is bad for kids, really bad for adolescents, bad for adults. It brings about aggression, depression, anxiety. All, I mean, it, there's all these things that it violence, it inspires violence. And beyond the shadow of any doubt, it is one of the most unhealthy habits that we have. And I thought to myself, then why won't we quit it? And then I said, well, there's tobacco, there's alcohol, there's opiates. There, we won't quit things that are really bad for us to save our own lives. You know, We Are the World has been in the news for some reason. I don't know what it is. And there's a line. Uh, there's a choice we're making. We're saving our own lives. I was there that night, by the way. I have a T-shirt, USA for Africa. Uh, so there is a choice we're making, and we're saving our own lives. Social media is bad. What am I going to do with that knowledge? I don't know yet. I don't go on social media very much. I do post for the show, for those who are on social media. But I don't spend a lot of time looking at it. I, I don't know if I'm going to leave it all together, because by me providing content on social media... I'm providing content to a platform that is unhealthy. So it's like I'm a chef and I love my, my, my patrons, but I'm feeding them unhealthy food. So I have to determine over the next couple of weeks how I'm going to handle the fact that neither you nor I should be on social media.
I don't know what I'm going to do about that yet. You're going to have to figure out how you handle that information. But as far as I'm concerned, less is more. Get away from it. Walk away from social media. Kids are. Start, there's a whole movement now of flip phones. All right. Madonna is touring. She's announced in a really icky video. Uh, I'm sorry. just was. really was just raunchy. Um, and she looks... I, everyone says she looks great. I don't think she looks great. Her face looks swollen. Uh, her body looks odd. And she sounds funny. She sounds like Judy in the, the end there. And they say that's the grill in her teeth. Whatever. Take the damn grill out. Enunciate your words. And stop having so much freaking surgery. But she looks good on the cover of Vanity Fair. And she looks good on stage. So there's that. So she's touring. Steve wants to see her. We went to look at tickets here in Vegas. Seven to $900. There are cheaper seats up for $300. And it makes me wonder now, who are these artists touring for? Because they don't care about their fans. You can't care about your fans and know that the country is in an economic struggle and go do shows where tickets are three, four, five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars, thousands. Adele, hello. I don't get who these people want to perform for. Does Madonna really just want to perform for the upper class, the elite? Can everybody else just, you know, is that what theaters become now? Just for the rich again? You know, the orchestra section used to be for the plebes, the poor sections. The, the upper class sat up in the boxes, away from the ground floor where the cheap seats were. Now it's just the opposite. Up where the rich sit are the cheap seats, down on the floor are expensive, and you can't get either anymore because they're just too, I would love to see Adele. I would adore to see Adele. I'm not going to spend $2,000 to see Adele. And no one should because none of you have that money. No one, if we're being honest, in the United States except the 1% has the money to see Adele or to see Madonna. And here in Vegas, I think these venues, they need to start being embarrassed. Caesars Palace should be embarrassed that it hosts these concerts for the very elite. Everything in Vegas now is just becoming for the very elite. And that was not what Vegas was. Vegas was $5 buffets and $20 hotel rooms. Now, Vegas will set you back thousands of dollars for a weekend. This city is moving in the wrong direction, but it won't stop because the direction it's moving in is profitable because catering to A, the people that actually can afford it, or B, the people who are willing to charge everything up on their cards and live above their means, half of the audience that goes sees Madonna will be living above their means at that point. They don't have that money. If you put $1,000 into a Roth IRA today, in 30 years, it will do more for you than going to see Madonna. Well, I am, Carell. You be who you want to be, so I didn't hurt anybody. I would like to tour again. I would, and I won't overcharge you. I'd feel horrible charging people 50 bucks. I really would. And that'd be like at the, the, the San Jose Civic. I, I would feel bad. I would have to charge people 50 bucks or even 100 and I realize some of the ticket price is the expense of the tour now. But it ain't that much. There's no way that you have to charge $1,000 a seat to do a tour or do a smaller tour. See, that's the other thing. It's like, okay, Adele, okay, Madonna, if your tours are such a huge production that you have to charge all this to the people, I'd prefer you do less of a production so more people can see you. But they know they'll sell out. 
and they don't care the economic status of their audience. They don't care. Madonna doesn't care if the world is broke. She doesn't care. Otherwise, she'd have $50 tickets. Right? $100. 50 to $100. That's what a play in a concert should be. The really good seat should be like $150. Up in the back, $50. And then in between $75, $85, that sort of thing. The notion that now down front is $300. In a play, that's like a, just a Broadway play, like the Pantages. I mean, that's just... its I don't understand where any of this is going. Grocery prices, theater prices. They just think we're just... We're all just going to keep paying. Or maybe there's just enough elite to keep them going and that's all they care about. Either way, I don't know about you, but child, it's getting hard to eat. Even for a vegan, it's, it's getting hard to do anything. Make your device a whole lot smarter. Get the Corel Cast app free at the app store of your choice now.